Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. As always, my name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried, and my co-host tonight is my man Pete in the cardigan. Hey, everybody. In the Pete. cardigan. Yes. The cardigan Famous. has replaced what? the pineapple shirt. It the has, cardigan well, has replaced the pineapple shirt. Yes, that's right. Is that code for something? <laughs> is, that, is that a secret code for <laughs> unlocking a, 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 some sort chair of speakeasy? Yeah. It's against the, umbrella. the wall. <laughs> so it, it is it has been a few weeks. We are approaching spring. We are approaching oh. um I'm not gonna say herd immunity because I'm not a doctor, but things are definitely there seems to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh my god. I thought you were gonna say like just margaritas starting from like just in <laughs> April all the way through to whenever. Just to like con- so, it's gonna be people are going to go bananas so the first test of that so so tomorrow is and if you're listening to this um earlier this week was saint patrick's day so that's tomorrow for us um which you know i'm sure there'll be some pockets of uh debauchery and and people going out but i think the real test is going to be cinco de mayo um you know because things are getting better it's going to be sunnier more people are going to be vaccinated by then it'll hopefully be a little bit warmer You'll be done with your dry winter, yeah. dry yeah. spring. Dry thing. winter skin. Yeah, that's on the back yeah. of my knee. <laughs> yeah. And it will great. be, uh, and that's that is the traditional. I don't drink margaritas. You know why I don't drink tequila? Ah, uh, okay. Well, listen. I guess uh, the tequila industry is really uh, gonna hurt. You know what I one. do drink? Corona. I'm not scared. I'm not yeah. afraid. Have you been? You're you're doing wet, uh, wet, oh, wet. march. Yeah. Uh, What's that Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion song? WAP? That's what I'm doing. Okay. WAP nice. March. <laughs> <laughs> right. And WAP so, standing for white Anglo Protestant. <laughs> that's not me. That's yeah. you, my man. Oh, so I forgot. We are, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about, so we're going to be talking about smart-ass kids um, and how to discipline smart-ass <laughs> kids when, when you are and, a smart-ass parent. And what happens um, when they when they grow up and start a podcast? Yeah, exactly. You're looking at it. Um, and also, um, I asked I asked some fellow parents if there are other qualities. So I want my kids to have a good sense of humor, and I want my kid to be like sarcastic and a little bit smartassy. And then I had my kid, and he's sarcastic and a little bit smartassy, and it, it sucks. Like, yeah, I'm not a okay. huge fan. So yeah. I asked parents if there are any other traits that they wanted their kids to have um, that sort of backfired on them. But I know that you you really wanted to talk about um, the trouble with, with smart-ass kids and how to discipline them. And I'm assuming this may or may not have something to do with the fact that you have a teenager. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Not only do I have a teenager, but I have a an aspiring mergers and acquisitions lawyer. That's uh, right. Uh, who's part of my crew who will... Um, immediately recall information that was said many, many years ago, <laughs> uh, but with extreme and deploy with just extreme prejudice uh, wow. against me and uh, any other sort of authoritarian figure in our household. So, so, but it's not just, it's not just like talking back and being a smart ass for smart ass sake. She like, she makes salient points and she like shuts down your defense yeah. and she like wins yeah. arguments. So the basically the the people that are generally like shut up you don't know what you're talking about and slamming the door is me and my wife uh, <laughs> yeah. in you're response at your kid, yeah, yeah in response to my 13 year old who's like I don't care anymore just shut up I'm going to bed <laughs> and just like so, yeah yeah tears yeah you so, I'm not crying you're crying 
I've written about this uh, when I used to write on my blog. A couple of times I wrote about uh, how dumb kids are better. Um, and by what I mean is they're just easier. Like, it's like when you have a toddler and you can just be like, yeah, you know, and he's like, I want to do this. You'd be like, oh, the fucking zoo's closed, man. It's like 12 on a Tuesday. You just don't want to go, right? Being able to manipulate your kids because they don't know the rules of the world. They don't know stuff for the dumb. It's just a little bit easier. Yeah. Obviously, when our kids are older, we want them to be uh, intelligent and smart and all this stuff. But a lot of these qualities that parents are talking about that backfired are the kinds of things that you want yeah. when you are not around, <laughs> are not necessarily oh, yeah. around your child and living with them anymore. Well, there's that great saying, right? You know, uh, I want my kid to be smart, independent, uh, resilient. Um, but it just turns out like not when I'm talking to them, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to be subservient. Several a, a people drone, said that exact thing. Just immediately yeah. doing exactly what I say. Some sort exactly. of mindless, like non-thinking drone that's an extension of me. So but it's like, extra hard. It's extra hard when when you know your sense of humor or the way that maybe you like banter. This happens in my house. Like the way that I banter with with my wife who's yeah. a bit of a smart ass herself and that kind of stuff. Like the kids see that and then they start to emulate it either with each other or with right. you. And when they do it with you, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Right. 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 I did not give you permission to make you look a fool or like the other day, like my son said something because my wife will do this to me or I'll do this, you know, someone will do something obvious or miss something obvious. And be like, Oh yeah, genius. Like that thing. And my kid did that to me. And I was like, buddy, you're cruising for a bruising. Yeah. No, it's, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. And uh, He's quoting me. No, I think it is. It's the worst thing in the world is when they get a hold of your key phrases and use them against you. Um, oh, yeah. dude. Don't do that. A couple that. of examples of that coming up from other parents. But yeah, it's re it's really it's really, really rough. Um, and I, I don't imagine, I obviously, I only have a, a, my kid's 10 and a half and I have a five-year-old. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a ways from, from teenagerdom. Um, but it's, I feel like it's going to be this on steroids and it's, it's not going to be enjoyable. You're just entering that phase and you have girls, which I imagine is a kind of different level of it. Um, not looking forward to it. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's the other thing that's you got to be really careful of. I've I've come to realize is when your kid does make just a really solid, just lands like a solid comeback yeah. or something. Just you got to be stone faced. Yeah. You can't give anything if you no encouragement. If if you do have make the huge mistake like I have and and sort of give in and like oh wow that was great. What's gonna happen for the next hour? three hours mm -hmm. maybe four days is going to be the same phrase <laughs> yeah. reiterated over and over and over again um to the point where even when you're saying no no you have to understand stop right like, stop it completely it's just so not registered the younger kid will just repeat the same thing and the joke and the joke and the joke and like the older kid might be like hold on i got a taste of like victory or like i landed a zinger and yeah. they just constantly try to do that Right. And like one out of every 20 is like effective or amusing. Right. And it's just the rest of them are just like, holy shit, dude, just shut up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, <clears throat> I was just doing this today earlier, which I which I've started to find is very effective is talking about. Uh, so I have three kids, but talking about the fourth kid. Yes. Um, that I said never made it. Greg. 
uh, Greg with three G's, uh, just never mm -hmm. made it. And that seems to be to bring some sort of amusement and delight. Uh, what I, you know, if, if, for example, someone doesn't, I don't know, put their socks on after being requested 15 times, I'm mean, like, mm -hmm. that's the same, that's the same thing that happened to Greg. And then of course it's, wait, who's Greg? And then exactly yeah that's our fourth he's kid he's the he's the child i murdered <laughs> yeah, you know how much you love child murder and well <laughs> he's the child it's called greg's law at the airport <laughs> it's called greg's law <laughs> greg's law yeah exactly. all right so uh so like i said tonight we're going to be talking about how to deal with smart and so it's funny because i put this out there and somebody was like i don't have any examples of or any advice on how to deal with smart ass kids i'm just looking for some advice guess what what you just said there, just staying stone faced is pretty much it's pretty much the only advice yeah. I'm gonna have for you, right? Just yes. don't react. Just keep it. Oh man, you got what you got to do is just dig your fingernails into your palms yep. or something like that. Even if it's an amazing zinger, just stay stone faced, stoic, and just say that'll do, little one. That'll do. That'll, don't say pig, because Alec Baldwin got in trouble once for a voicemail where he called his daughter an ungrateful I, pig. Yeah. People did not like that. And that was even before social media, you know, jumped on that kind of yeah. stuff. So I'm just warning you, don't be recorded calling your children ungrateful pigs. Pro tip. Texting, that's a different matter. <laughs> Feel free to text away. All right. All right. We will be right after this to talk about um, smart ass kids and other uh, parenting backfires, which doesn't quite make sense is what I wrote in the thing. Just like traits you want your kids to have until they have them. All right. Just deal with it. It's not a okay. fucking pithy. All right. Jesus. I'll okay. be right back. We are back on the Dad and Barry podcast. We're going to be talking about smart ass kids and other traits that, uh, that just sucks that your kids have, but are great out in the world. You know, keep it out in the world. Before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that you can get the Dad and Barry podcast on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm newly verified my Facebook page. How about that one? <laughs> just in time. Baby. Wow, just, yes, just in time, I <laughs> for, for the look, big I'm, Facebook gold rush. I'm fighting Congratulations. <laughs> I can't I'm wait. I'm fighting to... the disinformation mm. battle. You can mm. trust, you can now officially trust everything that I say because yeah. I have the check mark on Facebook. No yeah, fake news. Exactly. Yeah. No fake news. I still look, I'm still working on Twitter and uh, and I, I don't do anything on TikTok okay. except use Chapstick and it's been a while. I how get how, back how are your conspiracy theories, by the way? Are they? Uh, they're solid? top notch. Okay. My main conspiracy theory is that Mikey, the kid from the Life commercial, um, died when he drank Coke with Pop Rocks um, when he was a kid. He, he, that didn't what? actually happen. I'm, listen, you just you almost got yourself a follower. Uh, <laughs> I should have committed. So, too bad. Too bad. Yeah. I should have committed. Um, so Pete, as always, you can't find him anywhere. Um, no. He he doesn't like people. He doesn't like technology. No, no, no. I just uh, foresaw this horrible, horrible situation that we are currently in seven years ago, eight years ago, and, and did nothing uh, about made, it. Made a call. No, I just made a call about myself and my family. So. Definitely. Well, I'm happy for you and your family, um, and I'm happy for everybody who listens to this podcast. Please subscribe, oh, leave a review, yes. and, and or a rating on Apple. Let me know what you think. If you go to YouTube, Yelp. you can see this. You can Yelp. Yelp. 
We should create the Dad and Buried podcast. Can you do that? Can you just create fake venues and people will leave if, reviews? If we get into the Yelposphere, we're in <laughs> such trouble. The Yelposphere? Yeah. Do you know how Yelp runs their company? No, I don't. It is with tactics that have come straight from the Costa Nostra. Like it is, <laughs> their, it is uh, very unique. Their, their business model, indeed. I don't. It, it it it's like it has a lot to do with with people called Fat Tony who show up at your door every now and again. I uh, don't yeah. use Yelp. It's very rare that I go to Yelp anymore. I, like, I don't even use if Yelp. I like, yeah. If I'm gonna get something from like Seamless, I'll look at Seamless reviews. I'm not gonna leave to go to a different app, right? And look at Yelp. I agree. I agree. I just think Yelp has had its. I mean, hopefully we're 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 sort of in a post Yelp, you know, society. I don't know. It's hard to tell. With everything. Well, you know what? For somebody like you, you're kind of like a, a technological uh, Cassandra, Wizard? right? Yeah. You you notice things before they happen, and you scream into the void, and nobody. Wait, listens. is it Ca- Cassandra? Is that it? Cassandra the, was like the she warned about the Ides of March. She was cursed with seeing the future, but, but no one would listen to her. Describe right, right, because she doesn't make any sense when she talks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait well, a second. Yeah. She was a hysterical this woman. You know. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So before we get into our topic tonight, I did want to bring up one thing. You have Netflix, yes. I know you don't have oh Instagram or Facebook. You have Netflix. I do have Netflix, yes. Do you watch movies with your family, like with your kids? Oh, hell yeah. Did you watch Yes Day? No, but we watched the Epstein uh, documentary, and boy, was oh that my God. shocker. <laughs> okay, well, that's No Day. Okay. What's so, Yes Day? Oh, wait, my, I think my kids have told, told me about Yes Day. So the I have not day, seen it. The other day, um, on I Sunday, watched it without me. <laughs> on, yeah, well, you dodged the bullet. On okay. Sunday, Mama Barry got her second dose of the vaccine. Good for her. Hey. Um, we're, we're very happy. And then we got home that night, and um, you know, we wanted to do like a family movie night. And I was overruled. I wanted to watch something legitimate, like Superman two or something like that. And my ten year old desperately wanted to see Yesterday. So Yesterday is a Netflix movie starring Jennifer Garner which is based on the concept of yes days, which are not new, right? It's basically you allow your kid, like you're not going to say no to your kid for a 12-hour, 24-hour period or whatever, right? This movie is infuriating on so many levels. A, it encourages kids to to ask for yes days. Okay, hold on a second. Are you saying there's a Jennifer Garner vehicle out there that's irritating? (laughs) Have you seen Peppermint? So I have not, and I never will. With the pseudo Christian war on Christmas, where Jennifer Garden, Jennifer Gardner, uh, basically loads up her arsenal and goes a shooting people in the face to like it's protect like a right Christmas. War on Christmas thing. <laughs> it's it's so, it's like a hyper violent. She has something to do with she's like magical in some in some way. I no, can't it's remember. not. She That's is. She true. like returns. It's like her family gets killed and she can't get justice. So she be, it's like Death Wish. She yeah, but, a it's, but it has a. There's a Christmas element because no one has Christmas spirit or something like that. Oh my like, God! Take this motherfucker. That's I need like, to now. I need to see it. Okay, so <laughs> let's go back to yesterday with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, so she's Jennifer a mom Garner. and her okay. kids dislike her because she's a tyrant. Um, and she's she says no all the time. They show a bunch of examples where she says no, and they're all reasonable. Like her kids are trying to jump off the roof. She says no, and the kids. She has a 14 year old and like an 11 year old and like a six year old. And then like the teachers call them in for a conference because their 11 year old made a movie in which they like paint her as like a fascist dictator who only says no all the time. First of all, the teachers would be like good. My hero. Yeah. yeah. The teachers would be. It doesn't matter. So 
Wait, can I just before you before you say that? I just reminded me of something. My middle daughter said um, to me the other day, "It's a free country." Uh, the phrase "It's a free country." Speaking of foreigners, and I absolutely shut that shit right down. I go <laughs> out that door is free, wonderful, yep. beautiful America. In here is General Pinochet. We got <laughs> we got North Korea. We it is the gulag. Under here. my roof. Yes. You go by my roof. Yeah, exactly. I was like, North, it's like, it's all hail North Korea. It is, that is the rule, a totalian rule in my household. Anyway, continue with your uh, so, story. No yes days are, are forthcoming in your house, which let me tell no. you, after seeing this movie. So Jennifer Garner is so sad that she's considered like the no mom or the bad cop um, that she decides to give her kids a yes day. Now there are some rules and stuff. It doesn't matter. I just want a, a couple of things that happen. One one of the things the kids want to do is to, they all the whole family goes they go to the car wash and they make the parents who can't say no they make the parents go through the car wash with all the windows down in their car and they just drive through guess what you've just destroyed a $25,000 car of course it's fine 2 minutes later but like they go through the automated car wash there's like soap and suds everybody's laughing i'm like are you serious what parent would allow this to happen and then the, the movie ends spoiler alert with the kids trashing the house with like foam and stuff everywhere of course that ends up being fine too and then like one way one of my followers said bitching about this online said that it was ridiculous that the mom is sad that she's considered like everybody hates the mom because she says no all the time but then the dad who never says no learns to like say no and stand up to his kids and then all the kids like love him for it. So oh, that that's great. Well, well, the reason being is because, you know, the patriarchy in this whole culture is yes. just, it's so undervalued. You know, what really, I mean? we don't get enough credit no, for busting no. our asses and for just being nicer to our kids than moms are. And just sitting around and just you know noticing stuff and putting our hands in the waistband yeah. of our pants like yeah. Al Bundy. Which I'm none watching. of our listeners even know who that is. No. Um, anyway, so, so I would not okay. recommend watching this film with your with your children because for the next ten days, all they will want is a yes day over they, and over. I, I will say that my middle child, my ten year old, came running in and was like, "Hey, Dad, have you seen the movie Yesterday? I want a yes day." And I immediately said, "Absolutely not, honey." Exactly. Get out of my room. Nip that in the yep. bud. Nip yep, that exactly. in the bud. Um, yep. Anyway, I, 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 all the stuff that happens in the movie, I could not get over them going through the car wash with the windows down. And, like, they're trying to put the windows down, and the, and the kids are like, nope. And the parents are like, oh, okay. And they literally soap and suds inside. I'm like, oh, my God, it just it drove me mad. What's going and, on at Netflix? Is someone under, does someone know? Does someone have a phone number for someone in the programming department? Reed like, Hastings? You know what? I well, don't know. I, I don't I'm know tight Reed, with but... the CEO, okay. Reed Hastings, yeah. but uh, I don't have any connections to the content people. And they're just like throwing money at stuff where they're like, okay, and then the windows go down and all the suds go in the car. <laughs> I, w- I would be I would be curious to know like what the um, what the uh, the process was for coming up with that because I do feel like it's like all right, we need to hit, we need to do a family movie, we need to have this demographic, we need to hit this, yeah. we need to have all these quadrants, right? That's what they do. That's why they did all the horror stuff. And they do all the, the the crime docs and all that kind of stuff, which I know you love those crime docs. My favorite. So we got this new uh, streaming service. Not we didn't. We don't. We just got a trial for it. It's the Paramount Plus. Perhaps Paramount you've seen Plus. An, perhaps you've seen an ad for it. It's only I have running every three and a half seconds uh, here in the states. So uh, we want what 
is happening to our society. I open up this Paramount Plus and it's like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. There's all these shows that also are all on, on all my other streaming services, except they're different seasons. You know, just like, <laughs> so like Paramount has a window for season five uh-huh. of Bar Rescue, but then seasons one through four are on like. You need the continuity. You need the continuity with Bar Rescue. I'm like, first of all, Bar Rescue is a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> show where an angry old man with very dyed hair gets John to yell Tapper, at people. Like Jan, John Tapper, who has his own. Yeah. Um, it's basically the bar rescue is really just a vehicle for John Tapper to sell his own products. Um, so I don't know if you noticed, but they install all these like systems, yeah, all I've of seen which, a few episodes. but he's like, he owns those systems that he, it's like kind of like the, my pillow guy coming into yeah, yeah. renovate your bedroom and be like, Oh, and we got you this super luxury, you know, pillow that's filled with like racist and, and, and just awful, you know, things. um, hold on really quick. Sorry, did that take the a turn? That, Quick that divergence. Time? The my pillow guy. You know that he claims that he's had uh, fifteen near death experiences. <laughs> I mean, just listening to the guy, I can imagine that. that just... Yeah, well, I can imagine at least fifteen people have almost killed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, it's funny. So you're talking about um, some of these streaming services. So that t- tonight we're talking about smartassery um, and other traits that your kids sometimes get from you. Um, which you kind of think you want them to have until they have them. So tonight we watched the last couple of nights I've watched the the Simpsons with my ten year old, um, and he and Bart um, canonically on the Simpsons is is ten, um, and he's very well known for being a smartass. Don't have a cow, man. It's just an incendiary phrase that will just mm. don't say that in the classroom. That'll People sell. Will go, Eat my shorts. Yep. Oh my God! In the '90s, that kind of stuff. It was like dropping a bomb, right? Um, so my wife sometimes worries that, you know, they're going to learn, like, disrespect in that from the show. But I'm like, they're already learning. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too late. We're way past that marker. Yeah, exactly. So, so when I reached out, or when I asked my followers um, to weigh in on this topic, if their kids are smart asses and how they deal with it, um, especially if they're smart asses themselves, um, <clears throat> C. Lander, C-L-A-N-D-R-2, said, the absolute worst part of raising children is when they turn out just like you. And you realize you are insufferable. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've done I know you love this. I've done a couple of memes and some tweets about this very topic. He said, and then you have to try to parent your traits out of your kid. He's like, that's what I'm dealing with over here. Total smart asses. And one kid inherited all the most incompatible traits for me and my husband. So she's constantly at war with herself. A horrible inner struggle and an outer one with us. I don't recall being this much of a challenge to my parents. Oh. I wonder that sometimes, too. I know. I don't I wonder. I know for a fact. as a teenager. But at like six, no. were you? No, I was I was actually the um, – I was very – well, according to me, which sources are in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Unreliable. Yeah. Uh, I, was ve- I was a very – like I would do what I was told. Like if someone was like, hey, go stand over there, I'd be like, okay. You know, I would just stand there, and then until I was like, "Wait, why? Why am I standing over here?" Like I would, that would be my my first think for yourself. My first reaction would be to do it, and then I would think, "Wait, why am I doing this?" But mm-hmm. I would always be, it would always be too late. I'd be already doing what I was told, um, and so that's that's my memory of it. Uh, but that is not the case. We have raised some very strong, independent young yeah. children in my household, yeah. and I hate it. 
Yeah, this well, is the I, thing. I've made a huge mistake. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? So one of the questions I asked was, how do you discipline um, smart asses, especially when you're a smart ass? And I thought this was interesting. So more tukai, more.to.cai said, you have to teach when and how it is okay to be a smart ass. Now, this struck me as the way that people say, you know, you can swear in front of your kids as long as you teach them, hey, these are adult words. Yeah. You know, it's inappropriate in most contexts. You can't say this until you're exactly. old enough or whatever. Right. You know, I'm allowed to say this stuff because I'm an adult. I've earned it, all that kind of thing. Exactly. The thing or, is, or, or if you just say, shut the fuck up, you little motherfucker, and don't yeah. say that again. You hear me? <laughs> it's also like you can do either effective. one. Of, so you have your way. I guess I have my way. It's just, but the it's problem too, is when you say that, it's so cool that they just want to end Yeah. You, right? Yeah. Well, because you're also smoking when you do when you say <laughs> well, it. Like, we've been, we know how yeah. cool smoking is. Exactly. Um, but I didn't think that this advice made much sense because – a large part of the appeal um, and the point of being a smartass is not doing it when it's appropriate. Like you can't be a smartass if it's sanctioned, right? You, you you need to do it. You do it in class. You do it in church. You do it at the dinner table. Like you get in those zingers. Yeah. You say the shit you're not supposed to say, or you say something at the wrong time. Like that's the whole point. Right. That's the I like the ethos. I like the church one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Jesus. Yeah. Just like a Dude, huge round like of applause from everyone in the church. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> what church I, is that where everyone yeah, agrees? The Why one are you in here my, then? The one in my mind that I've, I've yeah, stuff going. <laughs> anyway, so um, my, I, that is something though I have definitely talked to my kids about, which is look, time and place, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm starting to get agitated, which it's been known to happen. You know, I, that's not the right time to come back with some zingers. If we're hanging around and it's family time and we're just kind of chilling out and it's cool and whatever, you know, hey, let's let's let, let the zingers fly. fly. Yeah. So, uh, and burn. You know, by the way, burning uh, burning people is is a huge staple. So my son burning my daughters, my daughters burning my son. Like you mean that's like roasting? Key. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Thanks. I'm 92 years old and I don't know how to use a cell phone. So <laughs> thank you. I honestly thought they were like taking out a lighter. Like that's yeah. not cool. No, I don't care what cool. time or place it is. <laughs> I don't, care. I don't, don't care. burn your sister. And my cop. Yeah. So anyway, that's. So what uh, usually happens to me is, like, I'll be in the middle of something, even if it is the right time or place. If I get like, if my if my son burns me, if he roasts me, if he gets a zinger off, a lot of times it will piss me off. Or if he says something inappropriate, like disrespectful, it will piss me off and I'll kind of get mad. And then like a few minutes later, I'll have to like pull him aside and be like, okay, like after I've calmed down, I have to be like, okay, I know that that's how like your mom and I chat. And I know even you and I saying to my son, like we banter like that, but sometimes it is not appropriate. But this is usually after like, I've just like right. gotten furious and right. yelled at him or done whatever. Um, so that I think that the disrespectful part is huge, right? So Crystal Brook with a K and then two zeros, Crystal Brook said, I'm a smart ass mom of three smart ass kids. As long as it isn't mean, i.e. name calling or disrespectful, then I just roll with it. And another one said, um, for Emily Rose said, another one, <laughs> another mom who responded said, if I find it funny, my, my I'll let my witty smart ass kid get away with it. Meaning if it's about my husband, right? So she's <laughs> like, if, if he's like burning my husband, Right. I can, now I can't stop saying burn it. If he's roasting my husband or hitting him with zinger, she's like, I'm good with it. That's the thing. When it gets turned on you, sometimes yes. you get caught off guard and it can just, it can really, it, it really makes me mad sometimes. And then I realize, oh shit, he learned it by watching me. You remember that one? 
Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think. There, there are some. There are some. Uh, uh, my middle daughter is uh, pretty good. She, uh, she has some. She's very dialed in with her. She, she does the best in terms of when to use it. She, she'll call me, for example, if I'm like getting riled up, and I'm like, come on, go down. Like, you know, you know, yeah. I said, brush your teeth. She'll be like, all right, big fella. <laughs> she'll call me. <laughs> she'll call me big fella. But then what she does is she goes downstairs. So that's and I'm like, you know, I pull her aside and I go, that was really well done. Yeah. And, and you, I tell you, it, like you and listened. I, and I go, look, everybody, she not only did she burn me, yeah. but she's now going to do the very thing I've asked her to do. Context matters. Can we all just take a moment? And before I can finish the sentence, someone's already asking me another question about something totally unrelated. And I'm like, God damn it, just shut up and listen to what it says. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So brown lettuce four echoed what I said, where she said, with my 10-year-old, it's like a discussion slash learning opportunity, right? Just sometimes the kid just will just, they'll just, even if it's funny or something, like it will just be like inappropriate yeah. or you'll hear him like, and, I, and I, I'll hear him do this in class or like to teachers or whatever. And I'll be like, I know what he's trying to do. Like he's trying to impress his classmates or like trying to get something funny yeah. in. And I'll be like, it's at the expense of everything else. And I'm yeah. like, buddy. And I know I used to do the same kind of thing. And I'm like, you've got to rein it in. But you can't really teach that, especially if what you're doing at home, like with your wife, is just constantly fucking roasting your wife. <laughs> zinger after zinger yeah. after zinger. And they're just like, can't help but be impressed and want to emulate the master. I mean, the thing I can't quite figure out is um, that there were three other brown lettuces that they that no, took that brown lettuce four? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just it sort of stopped. After I, well, it was, I, it was yeah. during one of those big lettuce recalls, right? Yeah. There were a lot <laughs> of people jumping on that. On Let's Twitter. talk about self self burning. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting hint. So frosty Kate F O R S T E E underscore Kate says it's shitty when they are little when they're smart asses, but it's awesome when they're older teens. And again, okay. I think this comes down that's to where cool. you're like you're like impressed or they're good at it and they're getting a little bit older and they're probably using it a little bit more often like with their friends and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that I can see. But again, a lot of it does come down to it's great until it's at your expense or when you're already riled up. Although that big fella one is great because it's a good zing. It it kind of puts you in your place a little bit without being mean. Exactly. Exactly. No, and she came up with it to- completely by herself. I don't know where where she got it from, but the big the big fella is it's just okay. It's great. I can't wait to use that on you when you start ranting about like water bottles or whatever. Okay, big big fella. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy. So um, another big one that came up uh, pretty much goes hand in hand with the smartassery is uh, Sam Brewer 06 at Sarcasm. Um, Megan Burzell said she sees the same thing, but uh, she sarcasm. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let's time out here. Sarcasm is key. That's when you know you have. Oh, it's huge. It's, so that's I just actually I would give uh, my daughter all the credit for like that is a well placed, you know, sarcastic. Okay, I'm gonna go do this thing that I don't like. And I but don't does she with. does she comprehend it? If no, it's but she yeah, obviously she does because it's it's that's a really well kind of turned sarcastic phrase. And by by the way, being sarcastic, I think is is great. Oh, oh I love it. Yeah. But when 95% of the things you say are sarcasm, you kind of lose yourself a little bit. Who am I? Yeah. Have I ever been sincere? This is the stuff yeah. that I struggle with. And what like, happened to Greg? Like you'll be you'll be nice to somebody and they'll and they won't know they they'll be confused. Are you actually being nice because you're yeah. almost always sarcastic? So they, that happens to me all the time. Which is and you're like, yeah, I'm 
being nice <laughs> yeah, exactly. to you. Well, the air quotes are yeah. a little bit confusing for people. I should probably stop doing that. So Megan Burzell says that she maintains that sarcasm requires a higher degree of intelligence. Yeah, okay, so if your right. kids are sarcastic, it means they're smart. People say this about cursing, yeah, too. Burzell. I think that's a little bit of rationalization Wait, with cursing, but cursing? with, with, with no, sarcasm. So. People say that, you know, the studies come out every once in a while, and it's like, smarter people swear more. It's like, okay, slow your bullshit. I think that's a lot of bullshit myself. Yeah, that's, this is what I'm saying. A lot of stupid bullshit. <laughs> okay, so... Um, really dumb, this, stupid bullshit. Okay. There's, there's a couple of things here I'm actually going to skip over because one of the big ones that came up was what we were talking about earlier where parents were like, we really would like our kids to be um, like independent and have their own mind, right? So thank you, Sebi, S-E-B-B-Y, says I want them to have their own mind, question things and feel confident to speak up, just not with me, <laughs> right? You want them to do what you say without questioning it. Just, you know what? Yeah, especially as they get older because you're past the point of being able to like yeah. lie easily yeah right like yeah this. i mean look i the the <clears throat> the tact i've taken with my older uh daughter is to just try and be as upfront as possible yeah. i think the key is uh <clears throat> personally i think if you if you don't two things you're consistent just classic parenting trope and then two, if you're if you don't consistency, so kind hard. of bullshit them, right? Um, so if you're not if, if, if you're not if you're not if you're like, look, we can't do something because of X Y Z or what? It's just yes. It's more it's it, you kind of drop the the maybe like oh you, like to your point, the zoo is closed. Yes. <laughs> which is a good example from earlier where you just you don't want to go, but you're saying the zoo is closed. Yeah. And being like, nah, you know what? It's just it's not in the car. Like I don't want to go. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Just being ever. Like, Stop yeah, asking. Yeah. I'm you. never gonna. I'm okay? never gonna. I'm go. taking my other kids plus Greg, and we're going to the zoo. You're saying. <laughs> I'm feeding Greg to the wolves. Yeah. Do they have wolves at zoos? I I'm sure that they do. Yes. Really? I don't I don't wolves? know which. Sure. Seems sort of pedestrian for a zoo, don't you think? Maybe what? The wolf? No. I like wolves, yeah. but where are they keeping the wolves? Well, probably somewhere in the. Prob- the I don't know if section. they would keep. Yeah, by the by the cats. You know, they keep pumas and the all the big sorts cats. Of cats. Yeah. The yeah. big cats. Yeah, yeah like panthers and the tigers. I love those. Exactly. I love big cats. Yep. My yep. Uh, my five year old is obsessed with snakes. Oh, good luck. That's we got him some stuffed snakes, but we but for his next birthday, I'm gonna get him a, a Megadeth T-shirt and a live snake, so he can just live that life. Yeah, I a friend of mine uh, got their kid a snake, and I and I was like, dude, what the hell are you? What, th- are what you were doing? you thinking? Yeah. It's a python. Like, Did he what? buy mice too to feed it? Yeah, he has to buy all sorts of shit for it. How I old mean, is the kid? I I mean, uh, with third. 13? Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say, that's about the age that that starts to happen, because you don't want, like, an 8-year-old doing that kind of thing. Well, the, his first kid was 12 when they got the, or excuse me, was 3 when they first got the python. They didn't, they haven't found that kid no. for a long time. But the python so, suddenly got much Yeah, bigger. the pythons yeah. grew <laughs> amazingly, so. Um, uh, it's good that right. we can joke about these kinds of things. It is, it is. I mean, look, who cares about Greg with 3Gs? He was a loser, let's be honest. Um, so... J-C-G-U-Z-I-K says the same thing. I want my kids to be strong, independent, and speak up, but I also want them just to do what I say, <laughs> which is the problem, right? But that comes down to respecting authority figures, right? You can still be independent. And, and I mean, like you, when you were a kid, you did whatever somebody told you without thinking twice, right? You're still a smart, independent guy. 
All right. You're not online. You're not on social media because you're not going to do it with the with the masses do. I'm not. I'm not going to do what any I I'm not going to do what anybody tells me nowadays, Mike, because I've changed Except your wife and your kids. Um, what? What? I'm just call. I just call. Oh, it oh, oh, I see. I see. Like, do what I tell. I'm told by my wife and kids. Yeah, yes. absolutely. That's the yes. only time I'll do exactly <laughs> what I'm told. Otherwise, no way, man. I'm not going to take your rules. I mean, you of course, taxes. I'll definitely. A lot, of, a lot of rebels wear cardigans. I gotta yeah. say, <laughs> um, it is a pretty good cardigan. So I thought this was interesting. So, um, Kara B03 says she wanted a genius which seemed like a good idea when he took an interest in numbers at the age of two, and now he does calculus at six. Whoa. So I can barely help my kid with um, fifth grade math. Well, well, um, it seems like a, a very serious flex that we just read. Yeah, I know. It's definitely like a humble brag. And, like, oh, yeah. it's tough to have a genius kid. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm okay, trying to see where the, where the where, where it correlates to our question other than just like, I have like a super smart kid. Well, she's just trying to say that this is what I wanted for my kid, and it backfired. But we all know what you're doing, Kara. Yeah, we, we see, we, we we see three. But she says that she uses she says she uses profanity prolifically, and so does her kid at home and in the right context. So once again, this kid is just yeah, he's, just <laughs> he's got all perfect. The he's practically perfect in every way. Does um, your um, so this one was fun. Yeah, but I've had oh, to ahead. I've had to work with my eldest on when to swear and mm-hmm. that's that's becoming more what of a thing. swears work when yeah exactly like right. honestly i i would i've told my family i've sat them down and said listen when i'm driving i can do whatever the fuck i want because <laughs> yeah. i have to swear because yeah. i have because dad has what's called driving tourettes and right. that's a good if, one better if, than road rage if this guy isn't going to move his ass and change lanes then I'm going to move it with my goddamn swearing. If I don't swear, I will smash his, <laughs> my car into this guy, and that's not allowed. It is it is, it is, is my absolute Achilles heel. The second I get in the car, I'm driving my family somewhere. I just, I don't know what happens. I can't <laughs> not swear. I don't get into road, it's not road rage. Yeah. It's like a, it is like a Tourette's. It's much more like, oh, this guy, you know, just a quick... Were, and then, you know, just under the breath. And of course, my wife, being Here's a everything. wonderful person, just kind of amplified. What did you just, did you just say the following <laughs> phrase? And we'll, and I'm like, wait, like, I just said that under my breath. And now it's been sort of amplified. Yeah. yeah. And it's the most horrible string of words put together. I'm so. desperate to go on a road trip with you. I just want to see this in action. Yeah. I'm Mike, really- I get it. You know what? Here's the deal. Just just back off. All in good time, Mike. All in good time. But, I get but wait, it. hold I've on. I take emails. that back. I've gotten your voicemails. <laughs> well, well, Please, I can I go you, on a road trip I with you, I promise you we'll go at some point, but just not on the air, dude. Hold okay? on. I take that back because uh, in a previous episode back in the day, um, you said that you don't bring any snacks on road trips. No. I, well, I might have, like I might have said that. I was totally lying. Trail uh, mix? You bring healthy snacks. No, we no. I mean, if I did say that, I um, we had uh, we were at one point we were doing the goldfish thing. Our car in the back is very disgusting. I'm not talking about snacks for your kids. I mean, oh, my car myself. Is I'm saying for yourself. Like, oh, most no. people when they go on a road trip, like it's like you go into the, oh. the quickie mart and you grab trash and just shove it in your mouth. 
no, no, the no, whole my, drive, and you don't do any of that. Oh my God, my body is a goddamn temple. Your discipline is and sickening. I just, it's, it's gross. unbelievable. Nobody likes a person who doesn't eat snacks on a road trip. Apples it's like, have too much sugar in them. Oh my God. <laughs> just get out of my face. All right. So I thought this one was funny because I deal with this sometimes too, my wife and I. Laura Delia 101 says, uh, the trait that drives her crazy that her kids have that she thought she wanted them to have was honesty all the time. So my 10 year old will come into the room and be like, dad, you know, I was scrolling online and I think I saw a meme where somebody may have said the F word or he'll be like, I kind of, I almost thought of saying the F word to like my brother. I'm like, buddy, you don't gotta, like, I'm not the thought police, right? <laughs> the fact that you know you shouldn't have said something or you that, that you stopped yourself from saying something that you thought, like, that's good. Wow, I'm glad you know the difference between right and wrong. You don't have to tell me that. I'm not a priest, right? Yeah. And yeah. I understand, what, I'm assuming that I would like to get a little bit more backstory from Laura Delia, but like my wife and I sometimes are like, he's just like tattling on himself. That's so, like, I, I, that's really interesting. I've never heard of that. I've never, my, none yeah. of my kids, <laughs> none of my kids like inner monologue like that. And we're like, hey dad, by the way, I, He's honest to a fault. Like he's too, like, I don't need to, like you, you're, you're, you're policing yourself, which is fine. You don't also have to like drop a dime on yourself. Like, you know, (laughs) snitches get stitches, buddy. You know, you go beat yourself up. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, thanks dad. Yet again. (laughs) As he turns around and closes the door. Don't, don't be honest. Great. Thanks dad. Good lesson. Uh, Um, All right. So hold on. I'm looking at a couple of these other ones. Um, a couple of people said assertiveness where they wanted their kids to like speak up for themselves. So kind of like we were talking about, but you know, I think once you have a toddler and you realize that every toddler is like that, you kind of hope that they, <laughs> they grow out of it a little bit. Um, but you, especially in today's day and age with, with young girls, like yeah. you want the girls to, to be a little bit more assertive. Does that backfire on you sometimes? Uh, I'm, I'm really, I will say that I'm really happy with how my kids are working out there's oh, that geez. you know what i mean like i think that uh no in terms of their like they can really hand, they can really take care of themselves in in a way that's like a they could they're they're smart thinkers they're good they're socially yeah. very able you must get that from your wife yeah a hundred percent because <laughs> as everyone don't know i don't know how to talk to people <laughs> as everyone uh, don't know yeah Please. so uh my son though let's talk about this this guy first of all he is fill, he's six years old, yeah. filled to the brim with human growth hormone. I mean, it's disgusting. He's never gonna <laughs> it's make the Olympics. second breakfast. He's never gonna make the Olympics. This guy is as the same size as my ten-year-old, maybe taller, and just won't stop. Right? He's just he just is, and he is the most outgoing person I've ever. Yeah met in my entire life he will have no like me for example like i said i will do what i'm told i will not only that but i'm I'm also like probably my default is shy right like i won't like yeah. immediately go up to someone this guy will go up to like a parent that's like feeding their kid and be like hey can i have some food <laughs> i'm just like where the <laughs> fuck does that come from like what or you know he'll just go up and hug somebody so a lot of little kids are like this, but by six or so, they've probably grown it. Like I remember my toddler, like when my oldest kid was like three, he would like, like wave and like chat with people on the subway, but not anymore. So you're saying your kid still does that. Yeah, I'm going, he's going full Lenny. Yeah, no, he's going up and hugging people and 
and just really uh but in in I, I will say like in a good way like he he's very uh he's very exactly. sort of out, he's very outgoing uh but to to a point that I every now you know to to some points where I'm like dude don't ask people for random yes. people for food okay dude like that's number he one gets you into he gets you into situations yeah, you would rather not I be want here. the food and then all of a sudden I'm asking <laughs> him to ask the guy, you know, if I can have some of his. Also, like, buddy, this is New York. Like, we keep our distance, right? This isn't the South. We're not going up and smiling at people and being nice. No, this Stone is Stone face, no eye contact. Like, and when you deliver a solid burn, you just sto- you're just you completely <laughs> stoic and you turn around. And then later you talk to your, your kid and say, good job. So... So the last thing I wanted to touch on with some of these things is it's not really quite a trait. It's more of when, when the kids live in the house with you, so they pick up some stuff, right? So whether it's sarcasm or being a smart ass, some of these cases, it's just blatantly saying things that you that you say. So Sarah underscore Ruth underscore B said that um, <laughs> her kids say uh, that's what she said <laughs> because apparently Sarah herself says that says that a lot. She says. Trust me, I already hate myself for it. Now, I would love to know how young her kids are because um, that kind of comment could get you in a little bit of trouble with their teachers if the kid is busting out. That's what she said. Um, but also, it's sort of innocuous because, like, the, the office kind of popularized that and nobody really thinks of the office as particularly edgy. Um, I, as you know, I'm a font, a fount of, uh, like, movie references and that kind of thing. And I'm constantly just busting out random quotes around the house. And my... my my toddler, I guess he's not a toddler, my five-year-old will just repeat those. Um, and it, it's infuriating enough for my wife when I just use them. So I'll start talking about my cousin Vinny. Are you sure about that five minutes? So my <laughs> my five-year-old will actually use that like in context. He'll be like, you know, when's dinner? And my mom, my wife will be like, oh, five minutes. He'll be like, are you sure about that five minutes? Just I just got house. like this. A like, snapshot of the <laughs> Julian L. household with your older son tattling on himself and you telling him to go away. And then on the other hand, you're using this obscure quote from my cousin Vinny about how the hell do you use, are you sure about those five minutes, within like any sort of realm of normal human decency. And then just this toddler so they, picking up all of this. Better. Amazing. Even better is a much more obscure quote from a, is a Richard Dreyfuss horse racing movie called Let It Ride, which like I haven't even seen in 20 years, but a friend of mine in college used to quote where one, one guy is talking about his peripheral vision. He would just go, there's a fly in the money box. So I would just say there's a fly in the money box for no reason. And my five-year-old, if you mention a fly, he'll just go, there's a fly in the money box for no reason out of nowhere. It's fucking amazing. I really, it's a, yeah, like yeah. the... It's, it's my happiest, like, oh, I'm, I'm happy to be a dad when oh, my kids just good. randomly quote obscure movie quotes. Um, but sometimes they're not even movie quotes, right? So um, J Spore, <laughs> S- not my quotes, J Spore, oh. S-P-O-R-R-223 says that his kid will, will say, I need space right now. <laughs> and she says, because apparently, you know, when your kids are all up in your face yeah. and up in your grill, sometimes you might say that to your kids. But apparently yeah. her kids say that when it's like time to get dressed and they're, they're at the door and they're trying to leave and the kid will just bust out. <laughs> I need space right now to like delay it. And that must be infuriating when you're like trying to get out the door and try to do something. And the kid uses your you know, self-care so I don't lose my mind quote on you, which just makes you lose your mind more. Kids are delightful. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I, th- I think there's uh, definitely that. Uh... Yeah, it's always fun when you see something that you're not 
you're not a fan of in yourself being now in the next generation yeah oh it's so fun and then you don't know what to do so that's what the quote back the, or the woman back at the beginning said that you have to parent your traits out of your kids and yeah that how do you good, do that that was a good uh if i knew how to parent my traits out of somebody i wouldn't have those traits anymore and guess what that ain't happening listen you can't flaw you can't find a flaw in that logic right there so a tiger can't change his stripes right but it should change its underwear every day. Tigers don't wear underwear, Pete. And if oh, they did, how would they wear it? Oh would it be God. long across all four legs or would it be just be the hind legs? It would just be the hind legs. Do don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute monster. It's going to go fully over their hind legs, around yeah. the top of their back, and with a little hole for their tail. That makes sense because that's where the tail is. That's, and that's where the, the that's rectum. Where... That's where the rectum resides. Man, we have done an, yet another great job. I really of, think that once we got to like the tiger rectum, we really just is that, put is a that ball where you, Is that where you think it it just apex? I had that in the notes. I'm like, we okay. need to end <laughs> We got to get rectum. to tiger rectum. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, Mike and everybody. We did it. Do we have so more? Or what's, we're what going to we do... We're gonna do a longer episode on animal rectums in the future. Um, I gotta do a little bit. I gotta do a little more research. But if you want to hear that and you want to hear this episode, you can get the the Dad and Barry podcast on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You can check out Pete's sick ass cardigan on our YouTube yeah. videos. If you want to leave uh, comments under individual episodes, we would love it if you would subscribe and tell your friends. We'll be back um, next week, I believe, with Mom and Barry joining me. Um, we were supposed to do the division of labor, um, like parenting chores that if you split amongst husband and wife or spouse and partner, that kind of thing, whatever, because uh, I saw something interesting online where one of my friends, the daddy files, that's his name on Facebook. He posted something about how like, you know, his wife <clears throat> cooked four nights a week and he only cooks like two nights a week. And somebody like yelled at him, it should be 50, 50. And he's like, that's not what it's about. It's not like we split cooking three and a half times each, like. You know, you split right. everything in no, no, a way no. that makes sense. Was, you basically right? on on Wednesday, you you go you get the water you boiling the for the pasta, yeah. then the other person drains it, and then that's how. You so, so he made a couple of good points about that. I'm not going to bring him on to discuss any of those. Me and Mama Barrett are just going to talk shit about him and those points. We got a lot of comments about how um, the parenting duties are split amongst. Um, the two different spouses, are, we're going to talk about that with Mom and Barry next week. You are going away soon. Yeah, I'm going away. Yeah, Look at yeah. you. Post-COVID. You are really jumping on the post-COVID I'm, bandwagon. I am over COVID. Uh, not that I had it, but I'm just over it. I'm going to wear five masks. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Well, go, I think we all are over COVID. Um, please, um, in between subscribing, reviewing, and listening to the Dad and Barry podcast, get vaccinated if you can. Uh, stay safe out there, and we'll catch you.